Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, I want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find more ways to bu- to be of more service to more people alongside your fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please join the conversation on Twitter at Business Bros Pod and visit our website, csfirst.com. That's S I A S F I R S T.com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to take action and help others make more money? And how can you take advantage of the information that you hear today? By scheduling a free coaching call today. Remember, if success is for me, schedule a coaching call for free. All right. Today's topic, we're uh, borrowing this topic from uh, from my coaching program, from Tim and Julie Harris's real estate coaching program. They've done a show on this. So if you want to check out their version of this, which is really good also, by the way, you can check them out at uh, timandjulieharris.com. So the topic for they today... They also have a daily podcast, don't they? Yeah, they do have a daily What's podcast. What's the name of theirs? It's uh, Tim and Julie's uh, Real Estate Coaching Radio. Real Estate Coaching Radio. There you go. So it's a really good podcast. Great information. Plus, Tim's like... Uh, I mean, I love just to hear him talk about stuff. He kind of just throws it in your face. like. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. This oh, is I mean, the, the, the brutal truth. The brutal and honest truth. Yeah. So anyways, they have... Uh, so we're still in their show notes and we're going to give it a shot uh based on our perspective so it's called prospecting sucks do it anyway but do it anyway because that's really the truth of it is i mean for the most part prospecting isn't something we wake up thinking we want to do every single day but we do it anyways because we do the things that we don't want to do when we don't want to do them at the highest level exactly so prospecting sucks do it anyway so i mean the first thing that i think of is you know when we do our motivational monday calls we when we started doing them one of the first things that we talked about was relentless lead follow up and you know going out there and looking after looking for your prospects right making those phone calls making uh those connections and getting our agents in the mindset where they have to understand that the leads are not just going to come to them right they're not going to fall gonna, in their lap they're not going to fall in their lap and we're going to talk more about that you know as we get through this uh through this topic today but one of the very first check-ins that we did like the 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 first week after we started a second third week whatever it was one of our agents was like man i called 22 people 27 people and i got 27 no's like no thank you right so that is the part of prospecting that sucks yeah especially if you're going i mean that was a lot of 
cold calling. That was like first attempt communications. Right. Right. When we're talking prospecting, what we're trying to coach you to do, especially in real estate, is it's not the cold calling that you're traditionally hearing. Right. We want you to focus on people who have their hand in the air and mm-hmm. are saying, please help me. Right. And I mean, not exactly to that, you know, to that degree, but it's really what's going on, right? In real estate, we want you to focus your attention on the people who need the help. You're not, I mean, if you go door to door knocking and you, you, which is some of the things that we ask you to do for certain strategies, but if you do just that, you're going to have to go through the nose. For sure. But you're talking real estate. So the ones that have their hands up in the air that are saying, help me, help me, help me. Those are who? Your expired listings. And? Those are for sale by owners. That's right. Yeah. Right. And not just that. It's also things like when you do an open house, you have people who come in saying, hello, I'm here to either buy or sell or right. check out what my house looks like because I live right next door. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's those are some of the no's you're going to get anyways. Right. Yeah, exactly. But some of those people could be looking because they want to sell. True. So. Right. All right. Right. So. Uh, so fact those are number hands one. in the air. All those right. are the hands in the air. Fact number one prospecting and of course urgent lead follow-up is the fuel for your business engine if you starve the engine then you will fail but if you feed the engine you will succeed and keep the tank full keep the tank full on our last motivational monday call we talked a lot about the whiteboard accountability we talked a lot about our sales tracking tool which we use uh which is called pipe drive uh, which I love because it's so closely in line with our pipeline. company name, Pipeline. <laughs> um, so I love it. And pe- uh, people have asked me, hey, is this thing related? No, it's not. It's, it's not. not. It's, it's totally third party, but uh, it, it fits in perfectly. Keeping the tank full means that when you use your whiteboard accountability, when a slot empties out, you know that you need to fill that slot for that day. Focus. Right. And, and it, it really comes down to that that aspect of prospecting, right? What many agents and most salespeople do is they're trying to find that next lead. And as soon as that lead converts to a prospect, as soon as it gets into contract, as soon as you maybe have it in escrow, you stop doing the prospecting because you're you're focusing all your attention on that one deal. Mm-hmm. And you're waiting for that one to close and you're nurturing and you're spending a lot of, well, you're wasting a lot of time that you don't necessarily need to waste mm-hmm. on that one deal. And then it closes and then you find yourself with an empty hand waiting for the next deal, right? And this is why many agents fall into that treacherous trap of cash spurts. Right, because they get that one deal and then they stop doing the prospecting. Keeping the tank full means that you're constantly filling the pipe with new possible leads, new people that have their hand in the air, new contacts that you've made. Because the the con, I mean, the the entire sales cycle is going to take you easy ninety days from the point that you meet somebody to you mm-hmm. get a check at the end right. is an easy ninety day turnaround time. Sometimes even longer when you're making these. Uh, initial connections right Right. and you're so so it's a long-term sales cycle so if you're not continuously using uh, prospecting and and generating more leads and keeping your pipeline full your tank will run empty right right i mean media got another fact here on the show notes mediocre agents track their current prospect while superstars keep their pipelines full and track what's to come. And you, and we were talking about that with our Motivational Monday with our agents. You know, it's not so much that how many deals do you have with underwriting for insurance anyways. It's not how many deals are in underwriting right now. What about 
the leads, if you've already moved them off your lead board and you've put them in your prospect board or you've, if you've moved them from that to your underwriting board, they're in contract or, or real estate agents, you've taken them off the lead and you put them into, uh, you put them in contract so they're in escrow at this certain time. Well, when you take them off one section, now you have a blank spot on that board. Now you have a blank spot in the lead section. Mm-hmm. You need to fill that. Right. And, and that's where mediocre agents make a mistake is they're focusing all their attention on what's in escrow and not paying attention to that, to the fact that they're missing leads. Right. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's a, well, essentially it's a mind shift, right? It's, it's woods, things that you need to focus your attention on, on a day to day basis versus, uh, just assuming that the one deal is all you need. Right, right, right. And, you know, we talk about the magic number at that point where, you have to figure out first of all what your magic number is and then how many deals how many prospects how many leads do you have to have in your pipeline at all times in order to close the amount of business that you need to close in order to hit that magic number and if you're not if you don't have those leads in your pipeline and if you're only focusing on the one deal that's coming through then when that deal finally gets done you're not going to have anything to follow up and right. your well is going to run dry. Right. And that's that's essentially what point number one here is. What is the quintessential uh, top producer challenge? And it's keeping the pipeline full while taking care of all the other business, exactly. all the other current business, right? If you're able to conquer this, then then the world's going to be your oyster, according to these notes, right? So in other words, <laughs> if, you, if you're if you able to according manage to these that, notes. According to these notes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but according, uh, you know... Um, lost my train of thought there but basically if if you're able to do that right the the problem is we tend to we fall into a trap of doing busy work versus productive money making activities right and when we have a deal in in process we fall prey to a lot of that busy work and we don't end up doing a lot of the a lot of the prospecting that we need to do which uh pretty much help you know one of the one of the harris rules if you ever get a chance pick up uh tim and julie harris's book harris rules one of the harris rules that they have on there is to use your morning for generating new business and your afternoons to handle what you've current what you've already created so yes some of that paperwork needs to get done mm-hmm. yes you do have to do some of that you know tedious work that's part of the deal right you do have to do contracts you do have to talk to clients you do have to fill um you know flyers in in posts you you know there are a lot of different things that you have to do but setting up your specific time in your schedule to do these things at a and in a specific time of and in a specific order is going to allow you to continue to generate more things and that's why the schedule is so important right if you do have your morning set up to generate new business you're constantly doing that every day it's part of your repetitive daily activities you're constantly going out there and finding new leads you're constantly following up you're constantly keeping your pipeline full and then eat lunch because we always say make sure you eat lunch and then the afternoon is for everything else it's for the appointments that you generated in the morning it's for uh, getting documents over to escrow it's for Mm -hmm. making sure that the appraisals are done it's for calling underwriting and fixing any problems Mm -hmm. that's when the the work aspect part goes into effect but always make sure your mornings are there for lead generation and follow-up so one of the things that you touched on here was you know all of the uh minutia if you will all of the uh tedious tasks that need to get done whether you're in real estate or insurance or you know multiple other businesses especially professional services right it's the paperwork and the record keeping that has to get done guess what that's the stuff that you can hire somebody to do yeah. Right. That's the stuff that you can delegate. That's the stuff that you as a salesperson do not need to handle. 
as a salesperson, as a trusted advisor, as a fiduciary, right? Your responsibility is not for the paperwork. Hire somebody for that. Bring somebody on board to take care of that garbage, right? Your job is to make the connections. Your job is to call your prospects. Your job is to generate those leads. But guess what? People always try to do it the other way around, right? They try to get other people out there to make those calls and to do all of that prospecting work that they don't want to do. And they sit back and hang back and do all the paperwork. Yeah, they're doing it backwards. It's backwards. It's backwards. Do not delegate the things that you are responsible for. And that's point number two. It's your job to make the prospect remember you. How do you like that? Right? It's your job to follow up. It's not your client's job to follow up. So what we want you to do is erase this thought from your brain. No longer should you say, think, or even pretend that this is going to happen. Right? Erase this from your brain. You ready? They'll call me when they're ready. If you are one of our coaching clients and I ever hear you say that, I'm going to kick you straight in the ass. <laughs> Seriously. Because it's going to hurt you, right? They are it's ne- not gonna, they're it's never going to call you. It's garbage. Because they're never going to know when they're ready. You know what that is? That's an excuse. That's a, I don't want to do my job. Exactly. And your job is to be in front of the prospect. It's your job to make sure the prospect remembers you. You're in charge of following up. You're in charge of making the call on a weekly, monthly, depending on whatever you know classified A, B, C, or D lead they are. Right. Your job is to keep in contact with the client so that when they're ready and you've helped them understand the position that they're in and how to be ready, Mm -hmm. then they're going to transact with you. Right. It's not your customer's job to remember you. It's your obligation and responsibility to make sure that they don't have a chance to forget you. Exactly. Because you're going to follow up on your leads relentlessly. Right. That's a Patricia Fripp, by the way. That's a quote from you're Patricia going Fripp. to you're, you're either going to call them until they buy or until they get a restraining order. Exactly. Either way, they're going to remember you. Exactly. All right. Number three. You want to read number three? Prospect even when you're busy and especially when you're busy. Look, superstars are relentless. They're unstoppable prospectors. They're obsessive about keeping their pipeline full of qualified prospects qualified not just any prospects right because if you're one of our coaching clients we show you we have scripts and stuff to show you how to pre-qualify your prospects so you're Mm -hmm. not wasting your time on people who are just out there you know yeah we talk about our a b and c leads exactly even our d leads so look superstars they prospect anytime anywhere they're constantly turning over rocks looking for the next opportunity they prospect day in and day out nighttime party time it doesn't matter they are fanatical by the way jeb blunt jeb blunt fanatical prospecting that's where that comes from there you go yeah no but it's totally true i mean told the story the other day about my experience over at uh jack in the box right mind you this is during lunch while you're trying to get food exactly you're prospecting prospecting uh last night i was walking uh in balboa park and i came uh, across a photographer and i got his information and guess what he got mine just prospecting. prospecting just making connections talking and 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 again this is one of those things that I, I i feel most people are pretty good at most people are able to get contact info most people can ask for a business card or ask for your uh social media feed or whatever it is a telephone number most people have gotten to the point i think today where giving out contact information is not very difficult 
Nope. You take a picture of that business card, you find them on Facebook or Easy Twitter peasy, or right? Whatever. But the problem that I think most agents fall off on is their follow-up. Yeah, you got the information, good to go, cool. And then that's it. That's the extent of their prospecting. That's that's where it ends. Mm-hmm. There, It was the initial conversation and they're done. Look, I don't remember half the people I meet on a day-to-day basis the very first time. It's difficult. Yeah. But I, you know, what I do now is I take their business card, I'll write something on the back, or I'll make a note to myself on my phone, and then I make sure I follow up. I call them, I follow up, I make sure I get to know them, and then I follow up again, set up an appointment, mm-hmm. right? You get to know these people. You understand what it is that they do so that you can find a way to help them. I am not a secret agent. I don't hide the fact that I'm a real estate coach. I don't hide the fact that I have a daily podcast. I tell people that I have these things and I use it to my advantage. And we coach our agents to do the same thing. Point number four, secret agents have skinny kids. That's a Julie Harris one, by the way. That one's probably one of my favorites. Secret Actually, agents have before, skinny kids. Before we move on to point number four, really, really, really quick. Here's something I want to do, right? So that we're playing by our by our own rules and uh, you know actually doing what we say and 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 living by living by what we say. So uh, my job here now is to well first of all shout out to McLean Photo at McLean Photo on Twitter. Uh, he did say that he's more active on Instagram. I don't have his Instagram, but we can find him on Twitter at McLean Photo. That's two C's. Uh, this is a photographer that I've met last night. I have his contact information. We're going to try to get him on an interview. That's right. Because that's what we do. Right? That's what we do. We help other people to extend their networks and put their uh, information out to more and more people. And all we want to know is what his business is like. And, you know, we just feel like you guys would benefit from knowing more people in different industries. That's right. And so... As such, we're going to bring that to you. That's why we're, we're you know, we got a bunch of interviews actually scheduled in the next uh, couple weeks. So we're, we're trying to do that because I think that for the most part, one of them is going to say something that is going to click for you. One of them is going to have some idea or be in a business that will help you be successful in what it is you're doing. And hopefully we help you make that connection or they're going to say something that clicks for you in your own industry that you might want to try yourself, some sort of marketing tactic or or uh, prospecting strategy that might make sense to you. So that's why we're doing that. But we make sure that we get these leads, right? Just like you're looking for leads in the real estate world or you're looking for leads in the insurance world, we're doing the same thing to bring value to the podcast. So we're always out there talking about what it is we do because that's the way that you prospect. And that's, that's part of... Uh, Point number four, which is secret agents have skinny kids. It's, you know, we always try to remind you that you're, as a real estate agent, you're in sales, you're a salesperson. But too often we find out that agents are afraid to say what it is they do. They're afraid to call themselves a salesperson. They don't want to sound pushy or like a salesperson. So they keep the fact that they're a real estate agent, they keep their profession kind of a secret, right? And if you're dependent on repeat and referral business, then you can't hide away, right? People pursue people, uh, what does it say there? Uh, Pursue people you know and those you don't know (laughs) (laughs) in order to create consistent cash flow and eliminate cash spurts, right? So you need to pursue these people. You need to, it's your job to go out there and talk to them. It's your job to let them know who you are. It's your job to find out how it is that you can help them and 
and not just them, who else in their network that you can go out and help, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Go, uh, you know, I mean, look, I, I read this, right? Pursue people you know and those you don't know, right? Now, here's, here's, here's kind of a scary thought, right? Is we have people who are introverts and people who are extroverts, right? And the more introverted people are going to have an aversion to pursuing people that they don't know, right? But for what it's worth, this is why we provide an easy script, the Ford script, on how to start that conversation, how to make things not so difficult if you are an introvert. And, and here's here's the other thing. Remember that this is a process, right? Unless you're one of those people who's trying to sell a specific product on the spot, you're not trying to close a deal the first time you meet somebody. No. You're trying to build a relationship with these people. That's why the Ford script is so powerful. It's because you're conversating with these people. You're learning to speak to these people. You're learning to ask uh, questions that are going to generate conversations that are going to get to know these people so that when they are ready to transact, you have built that relationship and you're constantly prospecting with them. You're constantly talking to them so that you know when the buying window happens and you're helping them be in that in that situation, uh, ready to work with you when that ha- when that happens. Right. It's not so much. Uh, you know, hey, you know, I meet you at the grocery line, and then by the end of the, by the time we pay the cashier, you're signing a contract. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not like that, right? No, no, it's not. That's not what we're trying to get you to do here. It's just a consistency factor of you doing this on a daily basis. Never hide behind who you are. Put what it, what you are out there, and people will be more inept to work with you. I think that a lot of our listeners are probably in a professional services type of industry, right? And one thing that we always say in professional services is that this is a people business, right? This is a relationship business, not a transactional one. So when you first meet somebody, like you said, you're not necessarily trying to close the deal right then and there. If you are and you're successful, good on you, right? Right. But for the most part, you're not necessarily just trying to close the deal right then and there. You are trying to establish the foundations of a relationship because the more that you build a relationship, then the more relationships you have with other people, the more successful your business is going to be. This is how you keep your pipeline full is by continuously making new connections and building those relationships to a point where people trust you and want to do business with you, not just want to buy something from you. They want to do business with you because you're a trusted advisor and this is why you know the ford script is not necessarily a script right it's not a written outline of what you're going to say it's a general uh process to for you to think back and learn right i can ask questions about family occupation recreation dream right these are all questions that you can ask but we call them a script because it's something that will guide you in a conversation so it's important that you learn listing scripts that you polish your skills that you use the tools that coaching provides for you so that you can be more confident so that when you do talk to people you don't know you have the confidence you have the knowledge you have the background you know what to say and you're going to be much more professional about it right so real estate agents i hope you guys got a pre-listing package i hope it's something that you use on a regular basis because it's a huge 
huge tool. It's an objection handler in your hand. So, you know, having this pre-listing package is going to set you on a pedestal, at least, you know, in your own mindset, you're going to step up above the rest of your competitors uh, amongst the other agents in your office because you're going to have the tools necessary, right? You're just going to be that much more confident. Hey, what can listeners do if they don't have a pre-listing package? In the show notes, there is a section called free coaching call get your free coaching call click on that link schedule your free coaching call and uh you know get uh premier coaching is part of the part of the package that you can get you can it will help you build your pre-listing package we have a template already built up so they can do that right and then uh if you're super lazy and you need help getting it done <laughs> sometimes you know that happens uh, there's a fee for us to get you get that uh, pre-listing package done for you as a premier coaching member. So go to the show notes, click on free coaching call, get those done, and we'll get you the confidence that you need to increase your uh, your ability to prospect because that's really what it comes down to. So I'm gonna I'm gonna turn that around a little bit and let's just say instead of lazy, let's just say you're too busy. You're too busy out there prospecting, too busy taking care of all your leads, too busy doing everything else that you don't need to do. And this is just something that you want to pay for that you don't need to do as a salesperson. That's right, but you do want to spend some time creating it because it is important. It's probably one of the most important things that a, that a listing agent will have. And I'm going to go as far as say, unless you're out there prospecting, then it is lazy. <laughs> unless you're out there prospecting, then it's then lazy. Then it's just lazy. If you're out there prospecting, then you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. But it is an important tool for you to know, understand, and have a good idea of what it contains so that when the questions are asked of you, you know exactly what to answer. All right, speaking of of being blunt, I'm going to go to another Jeb Blunt quote here from Fanatical Prospecting because I think it brings home a lot of what prospecting is and and it's 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 no fluff, it's just straight to the point. So here's what he says. Jeb Blunt from his book Fanatical Prospecting, he says, "There is no easy button in sales. Prospecting is hard, emotionally draining work, and it is the price that you have to pay to earn a high income." So there is no way around it. If you want to be a top producer, if you want to make a high volume of income in your business, it requires that you prospect. And I don't care who sugarcoats it. You can go to any coaching program and they can tell you how easy it is to prospect and you're going to do it on Facebook and Instagram and you know, the world is your oyster. If you can take this easy button, if Zillow sends you, you know, leads from a certain area, make sure you get them. Otherwise, other people are going to get them and that's the way you're going to make it. Look, there is no easy button any time in life that you've made a mistake, it's because you tried to take a shortcut. Every single time. If you would have just done the work the right way, you would have got it done. Growing up as kids, right? We, uh, Mom and dad would say, go clean the room, and we'd go in there, and we'd shove everything in the closet, throw everything under the bed, and boom, we'd say we're done. And what ends up happening is, dad comes in the room, pulls everything out from under the couch or under the under the bed takes everything that was thrown in the closet out Uh and you got to do it again that's right right. so not only did you clean your room once now you're gonna have to do it again because you didn't do it right the first time and that's what's going to happen to most people in sales they try to find an easy button they buy zillow leads zillow buyer leads they go out and they try to just make their way through on pure Facebook ads or or any other Google easy, AdWords. Yeah, any easy tactic that that is passive. I'm not saying those things don't work. Those things are supplements to what you're already doing, mm-hmm. but they're not primary uh, lead generation aspects. Nor it requires, should they be. Nor should they be. It requires work, 
And yes, work is emotionally draining. It's not vacation. Mm -hmm. It's work, right? (laughs) But if you want to be successful, you got to go out and do that. Nothing that you want is going to come for free. There's not necessarily a monetary value to everything that you want, but there is a value. And, you know, I love to refer to it as opportunity cost, right? You have your opportunity cost where on the one hand you could be hanging out with your kids and watching a movie, right? And doing whatever it is that you want on your vacation time off of off of school, right? Because you get some time uh, when you're not teaching every once in a while, right? Mm-hmm. But what do you do with your time? You forego that opportunity and you do other things. You go out there and you're prospecting and you're calling leads and you're doing everything that you need to do to be successful. So those of you out there who are weighing your opportunity costs, make sure that you understand what it is that you're giving up when you're relaxing and watching Netflix. And for what it's worth, go back to our episode on how much does Netflix really cost and understand the value of that time that you're giving up. Look, again, we're not saying don't do that. Just understand that if you stick to your schedule, if, you, if you're if you self-employed and you got away from, you, you decided that you wanted to be self-employed, you didn't want to work for anybody because you wanted the freedom to do what you want to do whenever you wanted to do it, Real estate and insurance and being self-employed does bring that aspect to you. The only problem with that is when no money's coming in because you are doing no money-making activities, there's no one to blame but yourself. There's right. only you in the mirror deciding to binge watch today and then get up late tomorrow and not stick to a schedule because you know you wanted your freedom. Look, our actions, our results are a direct correlation to what we do. That's right. There's a direct correlation between the results and the actions we mm-hmm. take. It's simple. Use the mornings to lead generate and follow up. Use the afternoons to present and c- crank out any work that you've already created for yourself. Right. That's it. That's it's, it. It's seriously, it's that easy. But the <laughs> seriously, most Seriously, it's that easy. The most difficult part is going to be you. Your own discipline to do what you don't want to do when you didn't want to do it at the highest level. So make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at Business Bros Pod. You can follow us on Facebook at See Us First. And we're starting to kick off our Instagram. So uh, I think our Instagram, you can find us Business Bros Podcast or uh, at See Us First. I think is the user handle at oh. See Us First. We're going to have to uh, figure out exactly what that is. Yeah, I'm, I'm new to this Instagram <laughs> thing, but Twitter you know, and Facebook, what we're worth, Just it. find us on Twitter, at Business Bros Pod. We will tweet out what our Instagram handle is. Uh, you'll find us that way. True. Otherwise, send us an email, Hernan at csfirst.com, James at csfirst.com. Find us on Facebook, at csfirst. Go to our website, www.csfirst.com, and, uh, you know link up with us we want to talk to you we want to interview you we want to help you reach a wider network of people that's what we're about here at business bros is helping you reach a wider network of people so if you are an entrepreneur just like we are and you want to get on the show give us a call let us know we want to talk to you absolutely that's all we got for you guys today peace bye-bye and i'm out